Dave Fanning on 2FM. Now, did you ever think that playing a video game could help you feel that you were doing something meaningful for the climate crisis? Well, game makers are providing this opportunity by creating games with environmental content. So to talk us through this new wave of green gaming is Sam Alfred, the lead designer at Cape Town-based video game studio Free Lives. Sam, you're very welcome. Uh, Let's take a look at this now. You're the creator of a game called Terra Nil. So what inspired you to develop a game that paints a picture of environmental restoration? Hi, lovely to be here. Um, yeah, well, there are there are a lot of games out there, um, particularly in the space that that we work in, the 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 sort of building game space, the where you build cities or you build factories, and and we just really felt that there was a there was a missed opportunity to to provide a game where instead of building and exploiting the environment you were giving back to the environment and act actually doing the the opposite restoring the environment so that's that's how we came up with terra Null. we wanted to create rather than a city builder we wanted to create a nature builder and you have spent a lifetime would that be fair to say of caring about nature and, and, and you've obviously got first-hand experience of climate change right yes yes so uh, i i think one of the one of the wonderful things about uh growing up and living in South Africa is we as South Africans uh, care an incredible amount about our, our natural heritage and it's it's very much a part of our culture. So um, so I would say that I, I've spent my childhood hiking in the mountains and you know uh, all and going to the national parks and and, and seeing wildlife. Uh, so completely, I have spent a lifetime caring about nature. And as you mentioned, we, we in Cape Town, we have some rather scary first-hand experience yeah. of climate change as well. Um, with the, uh, the, the water crisis the, the, that happened in 2018. Well, in 2018, with the city of Cape Town, we're talking here day zero. That's what it was called. I mean, like, you know, yes. when, when basically all the taps could or did run dry. It was 60 days of water you know, when things turned around with decent rainfall. But I mean, like, it's very scary stuff for a long time, right? Yes, incredibly scary. And um, and and very su- surprisingly visceral and real. Mm. The, 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 the idea that Cape Town is not, a, is not a, a first world city, but it's also, a, it's not a, an unsophisticated city. It's It's a modern city and that a modern city can still be so reliant on on rainfall and and water from the sky and that there were all these these crazy things that we had to do that uh that that like queuing for water and and having our water rations distributed and you could only have so many liters a day and uh we had experience in Cape Town with working remotely before the pandemic because lots of businesses closed their doors because it became easier to ration the water if everyone was sort of just in one place. Uh, and, and yeah, this, this was an incredibly, incredibly scary time for a lot of a lot of Cape Townians. So therefore, with your skills in what you do and also marrying that to the fact that I said that you've always cared about nature and the walks that you mentioned, etc., you're queuing up for water and you add two and two together and say, I've got to do something here. So tell us about your game, Terra Nil. So um, Terra Nil is, as I mentioned, it's it, it, it's a nature builder. It's a, it's a strategy video game where uh, you as the player are tasked with restoring a 
a desolate wasteland into a sort of verdant paradise. And the way you do this is very similar, actually, and inspired by the way ecosystem restoration projects work in the real world. So you start with you start with water and you start with um, pioneer greenery, as it's called, and trying to just generally get the plant species in the area up. And then once you've done that, you can move on to biodiversity and uh, creating creating more intricate ecosystems. We're talking about wetlands and forests and things like that. And after that, once those are established, you can begin to reintroduce animals uh, into the into the landscape. And there is there is also there there's quite a lot of science fiction in Terranil that is a video game after all. Um, but there's there's ways to manipulate the climate and to start re uh, reintroducing rainfall and things like that. And then towards the end, you 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 bring animal species back, and the animals sort of act as the custodians of the environment once you leave. And then our favorite part is at the end of every level of Terranil, once you've gone on this whole journey, you have to recycle all of your tools and your buildings, and you tidy them all up, and then you fly away, and you leave nothing behind. Well then, if you start, as you say, with the grasslands and water, and then you move on to more complex biodiversity, and then, you know, you reintroduce animals, etc. Basically, the player is... Um, there's an onus on the player. The player is basically the custodian of the eco balance, right? Yes, yes, I think that's fair to say. And 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 it and and we we've we've heard from people who play our game that it's incredibly empowering to to be able to feel like you're actually doing something. Yeah. Uh, it is a fantasy. It is a video game. But um, one of the things that uh, we 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 think we've helped players deal with is this idea of climate anxiety and not being able to do anything about the state of the world and Terranol, although it's a fantasy does give you that feeling that wow you're actually making a difference and you're making a difference because of the like, I could use the word like agency because when players do have agency you know easing climate anxiety etc basically if you feel like you're doing something meaningful exactly exactly Right, okay, so um, what about, you know, how do you think the gaming industry itself as a whole is addressing the climate action crisis? You're, you're not a, a, a sole worker on this, are you? You're not alone, are you? No, no, and, and I think that uh, we are seeing more and more games emerge with climate themes. Um, yeah. Smaller game studios like mine uh, in particular are, are very uh, interested in sort of the 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 zeitgeist, what's happening now on commenting on the world around us and helping to teach our players and raise awareness uh, around social issues and climate issues and political issues. And there, there are loads of small games made by brilliant people addressing a, a whole variety of issues. But to answer your question more directly, the, the number of, 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 of game studios and the number of games about uh, the climate crisis is definitely growing. Um, it's still a it's still a burgeoning field. Uh, I'd say there are only uh, a few dozen games um, that are commercially available at the moment that really have this focus at their core. But I would predict that in the next five years we will see a large mm. a large increase in the number of, of games with this as a topic. Okay, well then, if it's very much the idea of creating positive things to inspire imaginations and to think in terms of possibilities, etc., I presume some of the good news is the fact that uh, this whole idea, engaging with the climate crisis, if you like, is not a turn-off for players. 
I, I, yeah, I would say exactly the opposite. I think um, yeah. uh, uh, there are large, I, I think, you know, millions of people play video games. Um, it's, it's hard to homogenize them and there will be people who are turned off by these themes. Sure. But there are also a large number of players who feel starved for this kind of, of content that they're tired of of, of, of the companies that are producing the things that they enjoy burying their heads in the sand and pretending that these things don't exist. And, and, and we've seen that with Terranil. Terranil was far more successful in its, in its response, its initial response, than we or our uh, American publishers, Devolver Digital, ever thought it was going to be. <laughs> is is the simplicity of this just as beautiful as the visuals? The two meet together, is that it? Uh, I, I think the, the, the game uh, tells its story incredibly well, mm. very simply. And, and that, that makes it incredibly easy to, to approach. Um, and and I, I do think there is an element of that. Um, there, there are definitely there is room for more nuance and sophistication and better reflections of reality. Um, as I said, Terranil does draw some inspiration for reality, but it is also quite uh, fantastical in many ways. Well, t- tell me about the United Nations project called Playing for the Planet. We have had some some contact with the United Nations, and um, as I understand it, the UN sees the the number of people that are, are playing video games today and especially in a post-pandemic world where more and more people and a lot much larger demographic than perhaps what was once thought of the video game playing demographic are interested in video games and they're seeing this as a way of getting messages important things across to large numbers of people because if this is the if this is the the, the media that that people are engaging with then you need to go and meet your audience um where they are yeah because like you know the makers of pokemon go have used a real world setting of its augmented reality game to spearhead a tree planting initiative and then uh, ubisoft uh, they staged an in-game climate march for riders republic players it's set to unleash a virtual forest fire to just demonstrate the devastating real world effects of such if you like arboreal disasters so just taking a look at the whole thing then your game is going to be out when exactly when can people buy it and where uh it will be out in uh the next <laughs> month or so right. uh, i can't exactly announce the release date yet because uh we haven't announced the release date publicly, but it will be available on Steam for PC, Mac, and Linux systems. And also, we have partnered with Netflix Games, so it'll be available on Android and iOS operating systems on your phone. Okay, so Terra Neil, it is. Look out for that. So thank you very much, Sam Alfred, the lead designer at Cape Town-based video game studio, Free Lives. Thank you, Sam. Thank you. Dave Fanning on 2FM.